0: Good morning, you're with Cameron here on 2VM. We are talking local politics as we do every Friday, going north now, and speaking to the Mayor of Gundawindi Shire, Lawrence Springborg. How are you going, Lawrence?
1: Yes, I'm not too bad, Cameron. Yourself?
0: Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, What's been happening up at Gundawindi this past week?
1: Well, yeah, we've got quite a few things on the go at the moment. Next Monday, what we'll be doing is commissioning our new water reservoir in the township of Yulaban. And basically there's around about a a quarter of a million litres they have in store now. And when the new system is commissioned on Monday, it'll be about a half a million litres of water that they have in storage at any one time. And also what we're going to do there is to enhance the pressure for the community as well. So there's going to be new constant pressure pumps and a new power supply there. And this is something that I think will be very much welcomed by the community. We'll obviously mm-hmm. ramp that up slowly, because we know that when you increase pressure, there can be issues with pipes and those sorts of things. But critically, it's important for us to do that for not only the community, but also emergency services, such as firefighting, if we ever need that as as well. But that's been a significant investment. Mm-hmm. and We got just short of three quarters of a million dollars for uh, new treated water storage, in uh, which we then allocated to both it uh, two days ago the opening of the new South West Region Headquarters for Queensland Fire and Emergency Services. So that's got co-located Rural Fire Service but yep. uh, also SES and the Fire and Emergency Services which is basically the Rescue Services uh, as well as our urban, urban uh, uh, responders. So yeah, it's a very very impressive building and uh, the command centre they have there is quite extraordinary and during the course of the opening, which was done by the Queensland Police and Emergency Services Minister, Mark Ryan, he was most complimentary of council's advocacy in the area of trying to deal with this spate of uh, you know, crime that was seen in Gundawindi with this opportunistic crime and, and car theft, things such as yep. that as well. And uh, and he was saying he was quite encouraged by the additional police presence and what's happening there and also the fact that we're trying to deal with some of the... Collaboration issues, which we have had working quite well previously, but it's fallen off the boil a bit. And and also at our council meeting coming up next Wednesday, yeah. one of the reports going before council will be the establishment of a of an organisation or a group within the community made up of police and hopefully some of our friends across the border as, as well, and also other government agencies, and just basically trying to get a a real way of being able to cooperate and deal with. Mm -hmm. With that, but the real answer, of course, would be in many ways to do what New South Wales has done in the establishment of a cross border commissioner. there in so many different areas whether it be yeah. uh, you know, housing tourism policing fishing yeah. licenses macropod harvesting coroner's issues you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're basically one community but you'd almost think one was on the Mars and the other on Mars <laughs> and the other one was moon when, when it comes to the issue of uh, you know how things work
0: yeah there are different uh, laws for different states and the Scouts are having an open day this Sunday are you going to that no no
1: I, I, I won't be. But you know, obviously, um, it will be well supported in the community, and yep. of course, um, we all know that scouts um, you know, do a wonderful, wonderful job within our community with regards to their values and opportunity for youth. So.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know something that's gripping the whole nation is the mice plague, especially in New South Wales. How's it going oh. up there?
1: Well, it's—I uh, was just talking to my neighbour on the tractor as we yep. speak, and. We're having a, a bit of a chat a moment ago about mice. So we, we were sort of held up here with wet weather for a couple of weeks. A lot of people across our region, including uh, over the border, have been held up as well. And we're just starting to get going. And you're going out and you're getting into your gear and mm-hmm. mice all through your planter and oh, it's just terrible getting the filthy things and all their crud out of the out of the the machines. And yeah. last night I was planting and you know I saw mice around there. They went off the they, they went off the boil a bit when we had that quite wet weather because they don't like that that knocked them around a bit but they're now on the rebound and that's a real problem of course so they, uh, they, they aren't quite or they weren't quite as severe here as some of the areas in you know central northern new south wales and further down but they were getting quite severe here a couple of months ago and starting to damage summer crop yep. the, uh, the the weather knocked them around but the real problem of course we have now is the numbers are coming back they breed very very quickly and then of course you know we're planting winter crop and harvest will be sometime in october and that's a worry to people and mother nature normally runs its course with mice of course they it, she'll take them out eventually but they can do a lot of damage in the meantime and people can spend a lot of money uh, with regards to baiting you know tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars but you know i Saying we should catch them and release them. Well, I mean, oh, these yeah. people need to get a grip of themselves. <laughs> I mean, I didn't realise there are people that silly in the world, but clearly I was wrong. And <laughs> you know, maybe maybe all of our friends across our region, Kevin, we can gather up a few million and we can send them down to the petter people, and we'll see if they love yeah. them just as much <laughs> at the end of the week.
0: Yeah. Uh, how
1: crazy can you be?
0: And um, do you know what's going to be discussed in the upcoming council meetings? Or?
1: Yeah, as I mentioned a moment ago, we'll be looking at establishing that group. Ongoing yep. yeah, solutions and suggestions around some of the antisocial behaviour uh, uh, in our community or in our region, and uh, what we'll also be doing is considering, particularly this meeting, we've got a whole range of policies and procedures we need to review and update. Whether that be you know, how we go about extending our road network and the applications through that, you know, some of our procurement policy stuff, uh, the provision of water to drought affected people, you know, drinking water to drought affected. And another consideration for us will be standardising our office opening and closing hours for our customer service centres. We have a range of customer service centres in Mm -hmm. Gundawindi, Inglewood and Texas and we do have different hours between 8.30 and 4.30 and 9.00 and 5.00 and we think there's some advantage in standardising that just so people really know what's happening across the region and and also if we can standardise that it means that all of our networks are linked so... Oh, you know, cool. We're able, if somebody rings in, uh, we'll be able to transfer at a particular time to uh, another office so I can be dealt with. And not talking about less hours, yep. talking about the same amount of hours, but just standardising the hours. So that's one okay. thing that I think will be, it, it, it does need to be, to, to be dealt with.
0: No worries, Lawrence. Well, good luck with the, the meeting and I hope everything goes well and we'll look forward to chatting with you next week.
1: Thank you, Cameron.